Welcome to the December Rose podcast series, My Mind Works Differently to Yours, with myself, Alison Rose Manel. Today's episode <laughs> reminds me of a Western, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Okay, so there will be good days, there will be bad days, there will be really bad days, but there's still just days, like you can have a bad hour, you can have a bad month, you can have a bad day. It's whatever you decide you want to, to live in that bad bad time. But there are good days too. And I mean really, really good days. And I think sometimes we have more bad than we do good or we focus more on the bad days rather than the good days or you don't even realise you're having a good day. And you have those bad days where you're in pain or your children are driving you around the bend or your children are having bad days or they're really sick and you think it's a really bad day and you forget that there are also good days as well and and a good day can be something like waking up and having an extra five minutes to rest in bed before you've got to get up because the children have slept in a bit longer or a good day where you've got up and you've got things done and the children haven't fought with their siblings or if it's an only child has been relatively well behaved. I say that in the loosest of terms if you've got children with special needs like autism because most days are difficult but I wouldn't say they're all bad. Um, Good days are just, can we just get in a cuddle? You know, your child coming up to you and giving you a hug and telling you he loves you or she does something with her dolls or, you know, anything. But just remember those good days. There are good days. And actually, if you sat down and thought about it, they probably might outweigh the bad days. You know, yes, you've had a bill come in that you didn't want or you forgot about or yes, your children have been bad or you've been in pain. Yes, they're bad days, but you can turn them into good days in the end. You don't have to dwell on them. You know, if you have a bill come in, work out what you can do to sort it. Speak to someone, don't leave it and stick your head in the sand. If your child's misbehaving because they're emotionally overwhelmed, then, you know, find a ways around it where you can calm them down and, and do something that they enjoy. Or if you want to get some work done and, you know, you need five minutes to yourself, wait until they've had a nap and then go and do it. Just... I think one of the best things I ever started doing was journaling and I started writing out all of the great things that were happening and the bad things but when I then read back on them over the month I realised that they were kind of half and half, 50-50 but I was beginning to have more good days than I was bad because if it started as a bad day I knew it was a bad day and I, I quickly worked out what I could do to turn it into a good day and because I was writing it all down it was it was great to look back at it and realise that the good days were then outweighing the bad days because I was acknowledging, yes, they're a bad day, yes, I'm having a bad five minutes, but in my head it was like, right, what can I do to change this around? What can I do to make this a good day? What can I do to make this okay for my child? What can I do to make this okay for my husband? He's autistic. And yeah, I, I struggle with him some days, but my approach now is is changed slightly so that... And it, it sounds daft, I don't want to say I'm treating him like a child, but I'm simplifying things for him and making sure that when he comes in, he's not overwhelmed with 
lots going on right in his face as soon as he walks in the door from work. And the same could be said for your children. When they come in from school, don't make them, you know, don't be like bossing them about trying to get them to do everything that that overwhelm of being at school all day can't, you know, can't compute with them. So they then end up having a mass hysterical fit at you. You know, maybe just, I used to, when my children used to come in, dinner was, you know, all prepped and ready to go. So I didn't, you know, get the dinner on and it would all be ready to go up the table. Um, so they, you know, just came in and I would talk to them about their day. So rather than overwhelm them with lots of, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. It was, how did your day go? What did you do today? What was the best thing you really enjoyed doing today at school? And they were going to tell me what they do. And if they said, oh, school's been really bad all day, I was, well, kind of been all bad. Didn't you play with friends? Did you do any drawing? Did you do any maths? I know my son was quite into his maths at the time. Um, and artwork, you know, was there anything you did that was really good? And coax it out of them. Don't demand it. Um, and if they say, oh, there was nothing good, don't, well, there must have been something, you know, just kind of been like, you know, coax it out of them. As I said, like, did you play with a friend? Did you have a good day with your teacher? Um, and and give them things to do that isn't too much for them to to cope with. Especially for children with ADHD and autism, there's no point you saying go up, up and tidy your bedroom because you'll go up there two hours later and they'll still be sitting there. However, if you say to them, can you please pop up to your room and put away your Lego? You've got more chance of them going and doing that than tidying their room. Or saying, I noticed you left some drawing pens out. Would you mind going and put them away, please? Um, I learned very quickly after reading The Law of Attraction. Um, and in the beginning of the book, Michael Lozier talks about, if you say to someone, don't think of a white polar bear, what have you just thought about white polar bear? So if you say to a child, don't slam the door, they're going to slam the door because that's all they hear. If you say to them, can you shut the door quietly, please, on your way upstairs, they probably will. So if you break down tasks for them, it might be a lot easier than the overwhelm of go and tidy your room and they go up there and look and don't even know where to start because they can't manage that. Um, I used to leave a lot of the chores till the weekend because I knew after school, they'd been in school all day, they were overwhelmed with everything that had gone on in school, they had a bit of homework to do, which we always sat up the table and did. So it's always better to either break down tasks or not be as demanding when they come in from school and the same with my husband with work I'm not as demanding everything's you know done that can be relatively done that I don't need his help with um so you know the good days can outweigh the bad days if you just think about a new way to approach things and as I said start journaling and you'll find that eventually when you read back on things you'll start to realize that the good days are there you just need to look for them and realize that they are good days and it might just be the little victories but they're still good days as always i hope this has helped and if you would like to get in contact you can get on get me on instagram decemberrose_coach you can join my community of disabled people and parents of disabled children on December Rose's Parent Sanctuary, or you can email me, decemberrosecoaching at gmail.com. And again, in January, I will be launching my group coaching program. If you would like more details, pop me an email. Thanks for listening. <laughs>